you are tuning in to the Get Rooted podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Russell Jacobs. This series is inspired by my nearly 20 years in the beauty industry and most recently as a life coach. After having deep conversations with hundreds of people, I've realized that we all have a lot in common and a lot we can learn from each other. This podcast is for my beauty professional friends and fans of the beauty industry. And it's a place where we discuss this thing called life, its ups and downs, as well as philosophies and techniques to help us on our journey. From struggle to triumph and everything in between, if you like personal growth, deep conversations, and becoming more grounded, then it's time to settle in and let's take care of those roots. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Get Rooted podcast. Today you have myself, Stephanie Russell Jacobs, as a solo episode, and I really wanted to speak about Pride and Pride Month. I wanted to do an episode that was devoted to helping salons become a safe space for the LGBTQIA community. Now, this is a little vulnerable for me because I am not trained to train people in inclusivity. I am a psychological safety facilitator and that is a small piece of it, but I help people to facilitate how they can be more inclusive. I'm not trained to train on inclusivity, but I didn't want that to stop me from sharing this episode because I think it's really important to bring these topics to life and to awareness. And especially these days where it feels like we're going a little bit backwards in some places when it comes to the LGBTQIA plus community. Now I consider myself an ally. That's why I'm here. That's why I want to share this episode. And let's start there. What is an ally? And it's somebody who supports and respects sexual diversity and acts accordingly to challenge homophobic and heterosexist remarks and behaviors, and is willing to explore and understand these forms of bias within themselves. Now, that's the biggest piece for me, is looking for the biases that I have within. And they are there, they're, they're deep-rooted. And so the best thing I can do is to challenge my thoughts when they come up, challenge my judgments when they come up, and if I make a mistake or if I misstep, to be open to doing better the next time and be open to hearing where I made the turn, the wrong turn, and how to write it. In other words, be okay with making mistakes. I'm going to tell you as a friend that that doesn't come naturally to me. I am somebody who resonates with being a perfectionist. So even doing this podcast and knowing that I might get something wrong... It kind of set some alarm bells off on me, but I am also somebody who loves growth. And so I put that value first. I put growth first and I put connection first. And I want to make sure that I'm doing everything I can to connect with the people in this community because I do believe that they need as much support as possible. So enough of my rambling, let's get into how can we provide a safer space in our salons? Now, again, I want to let you know that this is something, this is just the basics because I am not trained to train in inclusivity. However, I hope I can add some valuable pieces to this, but I'm also looking to start a conversation here. I would love for you to share with me on Instagram or TikTok where you can find me at psychologically safe Steph. That'll be linked in the show notes. 
and have a conversation. If there's something you'd like to add to this, that is something simple that people can do that maybe I I've missed that would make their salon, workplace, whatever, more inclusive, then please share with me. I am so open to learning ways in which to do this better. And again, I'm going to share with you what I have. And so the first step is to train your staff. Now, this seems pretty obvious, but many places actually don't train their staff. They start off right away implementing, making changes with what we're going to talk about next, which is language, but they don't necessarily do a training or require their staff to take a training. And this is an essential step in creating an inclusive salon environment because it it covers topics such as LGBTQIA terminology, um, understanding pronouns, and being aware of the unique needs of the community and the clients. And it helps staff to be trained on how to create a welcoming environment, how to avoid gendered language, and how to handle any situations that may arise with sensitivity and respect. Providing this training can help staff better understand the needs of the community and provide better service to all guests involved. Um, I actually have two trainings that I really enjoy. Both of them are, are similar because they come from the same place. But there's the Safe Zone Project. And this Safe Zone Project is a course that you can take. There's a foundational training that can be found on their website. And that'll be linked in the show notes. It's called the Safe Zone Project. And you can do it for free, which I think is absolutely incredible if you don't have the budget. So your staff, if they don't have the finances to pay for training, then they can go ahead and click the option that is free. But if you have some extra money, you can pay for it, which I believe is $78 US. Or you can pay the $78 US plus the tuition fee for somebody else if you have the financial needs to do or means to do that, sorry. So I think that that's a great idea for anybody who is looking to be more aware and to be an ally to the LGBTQIA plus community. And it is a beautiful training that has also paired up. So here is an option that I absolutely love for salons because Redkin has paired up with them. Now, I'm not sponsored by Redkin. I do work for them. Uh, as a Redken artist, but this is not sponsored. This is completely free. You can go on, it's called L'Oreal Access, which is an app, and you will find the Safe Zone Project plus Redken. I uh, believe it's under, it gets better is the name of the training. And they pair together in order to help salons to be more inclusive. And what I love about this training is that you actually have it geared directly towards salons, which is nice. Whereas the safezoneproject.com, that training uh, is a general training. Now, both are amazing. And again, both are free. And I love that because I, I just love when there's not a barrier to this. And the next tip I have is to use inclusive language. Now, this is 
basically just meaning avoiding gendered language such as ladies and gentlemen um you would use instead welcome everyone instead of offering um you know certain cuts or colors that were geared towards genders to x that out but we'll talk about that in the next um tip but it was it's basically not making assumptions based on somebody's appearance about their gender. So another way in which you can use gender neutral language is using spouse instead of husband or wife. Um using personnel or staff instead of manpower. Um you can use salesperson instead of saleswoman or salesman. You can talk about um person with a disability instead of a disabled person or a crippled person. And so these are ways in which you could be more inclusive to that population. You can use people or for folks instead of guys. Now I have to be real with you that that one's for me something I'm still working on. I even had this thought like I'm trying to do these podcasts as easy as possible. This is a little insider information. But right now I'm doing this without really editing it. So that way I can make this work a lot less on myself. And so I'm even wondering, did I say guys in the beginning? Because I say it so often. This is where I misstep the most. I am trying to say people as best as possible. And humans is another word I like to use myself. Like hello fellow humans instead of guys. I'm still learning and I'm letting you in on my deep dark secrets here now. But these are the ways in which I misstep. And then another way that um, you can use gender neutral language is, this is one of my favorites, is parenting or parent instead of motherhood, fatherhood, or mother or father. Uh, another one I'm working on when it comes to when guests come in with kids and I will say, um, you know, your parent instead of your mom. It's so simple. It's so subtle, but it makes such a big difference because how do I know that that mom, that that's her pronoun? I actually have a um, couple friends of mine. They are a lesbian couple. And, you know, in terms of their pronouns and um, what they want to be called with their children, it may not be exactly mom for both of them. They both have their own name. And so I'm very aware of how parent is important to use. But I go... On a little tangent here, because again, that one hits a little closer to home. And again, I just want to do my best, as I'm sure you do too. So number three is consider gender neutral treatment options. And again, this is like men's haircut, women's haircut. Instead of that, it would be haircut and have it based on the hair length or the hair abundance or the styling options. So maybe you do short, medium, long, or maybe you do um, sparse and abundant amount of hair. Although I have to be real with you, if anybody told me my hair was sparse, uh, even if it was, and even though I may know it, I still might be a little offended. So that's why I stick to short, medium, and long. But this really helps. And if you were doing things like facials and manicures or any other treatments, just check and make sure that everything on your website and what you actually say in salon and how you refer to them, any printed material, that they're gender neutral. The fourth way 
to have a more inclusive salon is inclusive signage. This is an effective way to communicate visually to clients that the salon is safe and welcoming space for all. They could be having a rainbow flag or other symbols of the LGBTQIA plus pride um, community, as well as signs that state the salon is safe, a safe space for a safe space for all. Oh, my friend, I may be needing to edit this, but we're going to keep going. <laughs> these environments help create a welcoming, um, these signs, sorry, help create a welcoming environment and signal to the LGBTQIA plus clients that they are respected and valued. And then number five is offer diversity in magazines and music. This is actually something that um, got brought to my attention and I've realized, oh wow, what a great idea. I never really thought about before making sure that in my playlists that I have artists who are in the community and that I offer magazines that are also featuring, say, transgendered celebrities or celebrities who are in the LGBTQIA plus uh, you know, community, I thought, what a great way to show visually that you're an ally without actually being, it, it's not super obvious, you know? And I, I just think that that's a beautiful way to show inclusivity. So that's what I have, those five tips, which are, I'll repeat again. So the first one is make sure your staff is trained. Make sure to use number two, inclusive language. Number four, make sure that you are, or sorry, number three, it makes sure that you are using gender neutral treatment options uh, and, um, you know, services. Number four, display inclusive signage. And number five, offer diversity in magazines and music. And it's in taking these steps that you can, as a salon owner or as a leader in your salon, create a safe and inclusive environment where all clients feel welcomed and valued, regardless of their sexual orientation or gender identity. And if you want to be a salon or a business that is psychologically safe, inclusivity is a part of that. Now, this is specifically, this episode has been about inclusivity for LGBTQIA plus community. And that's again, because it's Pride Month. And I think it's really important to bring this up. But whatever way that you can provide an inclusive space to all who enter, I know another way in which you can do this. And this is, comes from my own heart. And it's kind of off topic for this, but I want to share it is to make sure that you know how to work with all hair types as well. So this is more inclusivity when it comes to race because I know that some of my friends who have highly textured hair have felt iced out and felt not welcome because they have gone to salons that just don't know how to work with their hair. And I know the beauty industry is a place where we have so much heart and I don't believe that this is or was intentional but even to have one or two staff who are trained in how to work with highly textured hair as a minimum is a way in which you can make all people feel included and welcomed in your space so if you haven't already done that as an aside and as a bonus tip um, when it comes to just inclusivity in general, be sure to uh, make sure that you have 
that as part of your services that are being offered. Again, making sure that everybody feels welcome. And there you go. I did it. I finished this episode. And again, this episode was a little bit, um, I guess, vulnerable for me because I am not a part of the community, but I am an ally. And as an ally, I do think that it is part of my responsibility to spread as much knowledge as I can, as I have to give, and to be sure to keep the awareness in aware, I guess, to keep it in front of mind so that we can continue to push forward and push through whatever is going on in this world that is causing people to have so much fear around this community because I'm not sure where it's coming from, but I hope that it is short-lived and I hope that people see the light soon, that love is love and we are all love. And we are all meant to love and be loved. And we all deserve to be loved. And on that note, I thank you for spending this episode with me. And I hope to see you in two weeks time for another episode drop. And one more thing, if you are interested in learning more about psychological safety, then check out my website, which will be linked below, wavesociety.ca. And you will find a reference for the Psychologically Safe Service Program. There are many ways in which I offer it. And if you do not find an accessible way on my website to get this training, then I want you to reach out, please, because I have many ways that we can work together to be sure that you yourself are psychologically safe and that so is your business. That way we can, in our own little way, create more connection, create less fear, really making it available for more love in this world. And it can be done through such simple things as more training on a topic like psychological safety. Because I know that our industry is going to be the industry to make the changes. And on that note, my friend, I will see you soon. Thank you so much. And don't forget to get rooted. Thank you for tuning in to the Get Rooted podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, then please like, rate, review, and subscribe so that this goes out to a larger audience and you get notified the next time that an episode drops. If you would like to connect with me further on Instagram or TikTok, you can find me at Psychologically Safe Steph, where you will find messages about psychological safety and well-being, and a little bit about my life. I'm excited to spend time with you again on the next episode, and between now and then, don't forget to get rooted.